0: Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 40, numero 40. All right. 40 is a, a bit of a milestone. I hope that you have found these religion law quizzes to be helpful. I'd ask that if you if you do like these quizzes, if they are helpful, if you don't mind giving a positive review, uh, and, and please also share this with other individuals who may be interested in it. Uh, the reality of the matter is uh, religion law, religious freedom, is something that's important to a lot of people, but quite candidly, this type of uh podcast is not going to be what I'll call a chart topping podcast, uh simply because there's a lot of other ideas, themes, etc. that you know grab people's attention. Uh but again, if you find this helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a positive review and share it. Uh, you can see that as I've been doing these podcasts, quizzes, I'm really just trying to do this in a uh a, a non-biased, non-politicized manner where we just talk about what the current state of the law is and hopefully give you some practical insight as to how religious freedom works in practice. So, all right. Well, with that, let's uh, dive into today's quiz. Uh, And here is the question for you. What is the role of history in interpreting and applying the Establishment Clause? Well, that's a great question. Uh, you know, we have the Establishment Clause, part of the First Amendment, and uh, we know that uh, when judges do uh, statutory interpretation, you get uh, what we'll call the strict constructionists or plain language who just look at the plain language of the statute. Uh, but then at times, the even those judges will say, well, we have to go back and look at the role of history, what the people that adopted the statute or the Constitution at the time, what did they understand it to mean, uh, kind of original intent analysis, that sort of thing. All right. So the question, again, is what is the role of history in interpreting and applying the Establishment Clause? Well, uh, I'm going to read you a quote in in answer to this. I'm going to read you. It's a bit of a lengthy quote from the Supreme Court's 2014 decision in Town of Greece versus Galloway. And again, I'll have the full citation in the show notes. So the the Supreme Court was talking about the Marsh v. Chambers decision, and it said, quote, uh, Marsh v. Chambers teaches instead that the Establishment Clause must be interpreted by reference to historical practices and understandings. That the first Congress provided for the appointment of chaplains only days after approving language for the First Amendment demonstrates that the framers considered legislative prayer a benign acknowledgement of religion's role in society. In the 1850s, the, the judiciary committees in both the House and Senate reevaluated the practice of official chaplaincies after receiving petitions to abolish the office. The committees concluded that the office pose no threat of an establishment because lawmakers were not compelled to attend the daily prayer. Marsh stands for the proposition that it is not necessary to define the precise boundary of the Establishment Clause where history shows that the specific practice is permitted. Any test the court adopts must acknowledge a practice that was accepted by the framers and has withstood the critical scrutiny of time and political change. A test that would sweep away what has so long been settled would create new controversy and begin anew the very divisions along religious lines that the Establishment Clause seeks to prevent. Close quote. All right. So that's the quote from the Supreme Court. And uh, there's, there's two lines in here. Uh, that I think really sum this up. And and I know we try to give practical application here. And I realize none of us are judges. We're not sitting on the bench. We don't have to evaluate this. But at the same time, it's important to understand how the law is handled, how it's evaluated. And so these two lines here, where I think we really get the practical takeaway from today's quiz is, is the first line is where they reference the Marsh v. Chambers decision, and then the Supreme Court said that that teaches instead that the Establishment Clause must be interpreted by reference to historical practices and understandings. And then later on, the court said any test the court adopts must acknowledge a practice that was accepted by the framers and has withstood the critical scrutiny of time and political change. And so and we can actually see this. In this very quote here, uh, this town of Greece v. Galloway decision was addressing the issue of the appropriateness of prayer prior to the beginning of a a legislative session. And the Supreme Court is saying, hey, Congress adopted the First Amendment, and then just a few days later, they were uh, doing prayer to open up their sessions. And the fact that they had just adopted the First Amendment And then a few days later, they are opening their sessions with prayer clearly demonstrates that they did not think that opening a legislative session with prayer is a violation of the Establishment Clause. So you see here that the Supreme Court is looking back in time, looking at what the historical practice was and using that to help determine and understand what would be considered a violation of the Establishment Clause or what would not be considered a violation of the Establishment Clause. All right, that does it for today's quiz. You're a little bit more in the know. I hope to have you on the next quiz. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, religion law quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.